the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Canelos Park. Christ Gospel Church of St. Petersburg has Sunday morning services at 10. Take your family there this Sunday. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Odyssey. The following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Once am I being righteous? Now, if you're going through something, make sure you do a checkup for the neck up. It could be you. Or it could just you, God, God allowing you to go through a test. But what I've learned, family, if you're going to go through hell, come out with something. Come out with a testimony. Come out with a praise. Come out with something. If you're going to go through it anyway, come out smarter. Come out stronger. Because you're going to go through it anyway. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. But as I was preparing part four, I couldn't find a good title, so I had wrestled with titles. I had uh, between a rock and a hard place. I had closed doors. I had open doors. And finally, it rested with me, situations and circumstances. Everyone say situations and circumstances. Uh, I I was reading this story (laughs) about the comment cards for the Bridger Wilderness. It's in Wyoming. And this is a mountain area where people go hiking. So they put a comment box for, uh, for people to have comments. Here are the comments. Trails need to be wider so people can walk while they hold hands. Trails need to be reconstructed. Please avoid building trails that go uphill. It's a mountain range. Too many bugs, leeches, and spiders and spider webs. Please spray the wilderness to get rid of areas with these pests. Please pave the hills so that they can be snow plowed during the winter. Chair lifts need to be on some of the places so I can see the view. Coyotes made too much noise last night and kept me awake. Please eradicate these annoying animals. This is a nature preserve. Small deer came into my camp last night and stole my jar of pickles. Is there any way I can get reimbursed? Lord Jesus. Reflectors need to be placed on trees every 50 feet 
so I can see at night. Escalators would help on these steep hills. A McDonald's would be good at the top of the hill. The places where trails do not exist are not well marked. Too many rocks on the mountain. We're not fond of pain, any slight discomfort. We rebel at the suggestion and recoil at the sight of it and reject the suggestion that it might be good for us. But the lessons of life are almost always taught in the classroom of suffering. Heartache, pain, where we usually learn our best lessons. When trials and tribulations come, there's four ways we look at it. The first thing we say is, God must be putting me through a test. Okay, that's one way to look at it. God's putting me through a test. The second way is, I'm just reaping what I've sown. Lord Jesus. Hmm. The third one, I must be under attack from the devil. The devil did it. The fourth one, I'm being persecuted because I'm righteous. Often when we go through trials, you go through these things. Is God testing me? Is this the wages of my sin? Is the devil attacking me? Or am I being righteous? Now, if you're going through something, make sure you do a checkup from the neck up. It could be you. Or it could just you, God, God allowing you to go through a test. But what I've learned, family, if you're going to go through hell, come out with something. Come out with a testimony. Come out with a praise. Come out with something. If you're going to go through it anyway, come out smarter. Come out stronger. Because you're going to go through it anyway. Solutions to those four. If the unfolding situation is a test from the Lord, then you need to pass it. If you're reaping what you've sown, repent. If it's an attack from the enemy, resist. The Bible says if you resist the devil, he must flee. And if it's merely persecution, it must be endured. Oftentimes in this faith walk, God will allow you to go through certain seasons and situations to get your attention. Praise the Lord. God told me eight plus years ago, he says, Jomo, I felt Hmm, Holy Spirit, tell me that he wanted me to be a preacher. And I said, Lord, no. I don't want to be the preacher. I don't want none of that. I, I'm a good motivational speaker. I make good money, and I'm not going to do it, Lord. And then I had another one. Lord, when my money get right, then I'm going to come serve you. Oh, praise the Lord. Why did I say that? So I, I was on a trip to Los Angeles. I had eight speaking engagements. That usually netted me about $40,000. So I'm flying to L.A., and uh, when I land, my phone starts to vibrate, and I'm getting cancellation notices from everywhere I'm supposed to speak. 
Now, one cancellation is cool. Two, three, you know, I'm still good. But for every single one to cancel. So, I went to a place called Red Robin. See, Red Robin is new to us on the East Coast. But on the West Coast, Red Robin is a thing. So my, my business partner, he knew about it. He says, Joe, mom, go to a, I'm taking to a place where they got bottomless french fries. I said, there's no place like that. He said, they got, he said, they got the strawberry lemonade. It's from Jesus. And I went there, y'all, and we just sat there because we had nothing to do. <laughs> and we just ate and drank. And he looked at me and said, bro, I think God is telling you it's time. And he says, Jonah, I think you need to get off the ship. Because we all going to die. <laughs> he said, he said <laughs> if you don't know the story, <laughs> Jonah was on the ship and everybody was going to die because Jonah wasn't supposed to be on the ship. And um, I said, okay, and I went back, and we got the lawyer, and we signed the paperwork, and I, uh, I was no longer a 50-50 partner, MVP. And um, I realized that God had to close every door for me to follow him. What you call a closed door, God is calling changing your direction. Because, see, if, you, if God waits for you to make a decision, you ain't never going to do it. So what God got to do, God got to fire you. God got to demote you. God got to kick your butt out and then push you into destiny. What I want to tell you today is sometimes God has allowed situations and circumstances to get your attention. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? No, Pastor, I can't hear you. Okay, let me take your job away. Give me the job. Can you hear me now? Oh, oh you can't hear me? Oh, hospital stay for you. Go. And you get a whole bunch of time by yourself to start. Can you hear me now? So God says, I'm, I'm going to give you options. As my father would say, you got two options, son. You can listen or you can feel. Either way, you're going to do it. So oftentimes, God would allow situations and circumstances to come into your life to say, hello. I need to talk to you. I need some time with you. Praise the Lord. Today, today, we're going to read and teach from 2 Corinthians chapter 12. 2 Corinthians chapter 12. You're going to get blessed today. This is a story about our brother Paul. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come here today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's seven-step prayer model, and the sevenfold ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com.
get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 630 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Extraordinary nature of the revelations which I received from God. For this reason, to keep me from thinking of myself as important a thorn in the flesh was given to me. A who? Everyone say messenger. See, the, see they had messenger before Facebook. A, <laughs> a messenger of Satan. This is good. So that means God can use the devil for your good. Notice who sent him to torment and harass me, to keep me from exalting myself. Why is it when everything's good, you stop giving God thanks? But when your money's funny and change strings, all of a sudden, I need thee. Oh, no, no, no. Why don't you need when stuff good? Look, look what the message Bible says. I like what the message. Because of the extravagance of those revelations, and so I wouldn't get the big head. I was, and this is good, I was given the gift of a handicap to keep me in constant touch with my limitations. Because see, sometimes you start to smell yourself. I'm smelling myself. I'm smelling myself. Sometimes, sometimes you start to think it's you. He says, so this will keep me in constant contact with my limitations. Satan's angel did his best to get me down. What he, in fact, did was push me to my knees. So what happens sometimes, God allowed trials to get your prayer life back. <laughs> no danger then of walking around high and mighty. Ooh, Jesus. Paul went through much trials, but through the trials, he got revelation. See, sometimes God has allowed you to be broke so you understand that he is Jehovah Jireh. Sometimes God allows you to be sick so you can find out he's Jehovah Rapha, the healer. Sometimes God has allowed you to go through seasons so you can get a touch of who he really is. He is the great I am. So when I'm not listening, God will create a situation or a circumstance to where is, can you hear me now? He often wants to get you by yourself. Praise God. And to whom much is given, much is required. So if you want great revelation, expect to go through great trials. I've learned the pits of life will provide you proper perspective. Until you're broke, you really don't know how to handle money. 
because you get a whole different appreciation. Ooh, Jesus. If you can find the purpose in your pain, you'll find power. If you could identify the purpose in your pain, you'll find power, meaning God doesn't allow you just to go through things. His goal with allowing you to go through something is that you can learn from it. So if you can find the purpose ah, in your pain, you'll find power. Last year, January, when I got diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer, I asked God why. Hmm. Why, why, what, what did I do, what did I deserve, and we all go through this pity party of why. But when I was laid up, had my surgery, first day I'm doing laps around the hospital making jokes, and then God said, no, son, I, I put you in the hospital because you need to rest. You think it's about you. Mm. Okay, Lord, well, I guess I'm going to sit down for a minute. Then I, I had to go to the, 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 the cancer center. I had to sit there again. And then God was showing me things. Please, don't wait for the trial to come to stop and listen. Because God will slow you down. Whether you want to slow down or not, you better make some time for him, or all of a sudden he'll clear your schedule. Please don't let God clear your schedule, because he will clear your schedule. So it ended, I said, okay, Lord, I, I received. I need to rest more. Okay, got it. Okay, what else? I, I made some adjustments in my life. Because oftentimes, that's the only way you listen. Amen? You know, sometimes you have to get to rock bottom before you listen. Because see, you're too smart right now. Life too good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but, but, but allow some things to hit your life. All of a sudden, you will change your perspective. <laughs> Verse 8. Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times <sighs> that it might leave me. Message says this. First, at first, I didn't think of it as a gift. I begged God to remove it. Three times I did that, and he told me, basically, he said no. Anybody ask God to remove something out of your life? Lord, please, Lord, please take him away. Lord, take her away. Lord, please let this child leave this house. Lord, please let my sister or brother-in-law find their own place. Lord Jesus, hmm, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. But yet and still, God says, no, I got to keep you in a certain position because, see, I've realized that when you're in this position, you're more fruitful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I think it was uh, two and a half years ago, uh, we had just cleared ground, and uh <laughs> We had to stop construction because they found turtles, gopher turtles, rare gopher turtles. So I had some brothers in church, they passed, don't worry about it, I can take care of turtles. I can make some turtle soup, I can take it to my mama's house, don't worry about turtles. I said, brother, it's too late. The law, the county has found out that it's on the property. So they paid the cater and said, uh, Pastor Joma, what are you going to do? 
You can make a turtle sanctuary? No, for real. You have to make a turtle sanctuary. Oh, I said, no, I'm making a sanctuary for God. I ain't making a turtle sanctuary. I, I, said, uh, I said, they got to go. I said, well, they said, well, uh, you have to move them. I said, okay, we, we can move them. They said, no, no, no. There's a special turtle mover. <laughs> you can't touch the turtle. I said, okay, praise the Lord. And, and I said, okay, do I have any references for different people? No, there's one turtle person. I said, so I can't negotiate? No, no, negotiate. One turtle. I said, okay, so I called the people. I said, how much a turtle? Is it 1,400 per turtle? I said, in the name of Jesus, let it be one turtle, Father. Let it be one turtle. Because I started thinking, boy, I hope these turtles ain't multiplying because it's 1,400 per turtle. So you start praying. <laughs> but I had taken off children's ministry off the building because, see, the budget was one seven. I said, that's what... I can afford 1.7 million. They kept showing me plans for 2.4 million. I kept telling them I could do 17. They kept saying 2.4. I said 17. They said 2.4. I said 17. And I just figured, you know, as we kept working, I'm trying to keep working the number down. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to negotiate all the way down to 17. We had 3.2 anyway. <laughs> Lord Jesus, help me, Father. So what happened was I cut off the back of the building where all the classrooms were to meet the budget in my ability. But God was showing me what he wanted done. So now I had to compete with my facts versus his truth. So as I was making the building smaller to fit the budget, by the way, God never looks at your budget to compare with his vision. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to do everything to make the building smaller. Then all of a sudden, as I'm trying to finish the plans for the smaller building, the turtle situation killed everything. So I said, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? He says, Jomo, slow down. I put the turtles in the way because you're moving too. I said, boy, you got to be God. I mean, that is good. You use turtles to slow me down. And the... <laughs> and after we slowed down, I went back and prayed. And I put children's ministry back. Y'all think it's funny. See, y'all ain't got to look at my math. That's some bad math. You start, some got to go. Kids will be over here right now screaming right now, right? They'll be right over there. I said, you know what? They, kids will be in overflow. We can put a tent right out there. And you can watch your baby. And uh, no, no, come on. You're all, you, we all downsize at times what God showed us to meet our budget. You know what God showed you, but sometimes you try to minimize what God showed you to meet your bad math. Guess what? Your math will never add up. Guess what? If God has called you to something, you will never have it in your own ability. And God's going to say, you're going to have to trust me. You're going to have to believe it. I know it makes no sense, but guess what? So God had to put a situation to slow my fast butt down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told God, 
I'm not a preacher. I, t- I said, look, come on, man. NFL didn't work out like I thought. I'm speaking. I'm a baller again. I'm making good money. Got my S500. Balling, Lord. Got five properties. I told my wife by 35, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to buy one property a year. I said, by 35, we're going to be right here. We have 10 properties and the properties. I had all my plans, y'all. Anybody have your plans? All my plans. I have all my plans laid out. I'm going to be a baller. Praise the Lord. And God just said, Boss, yeah. Anybody have a plan that you thought was your plan and God just. So God kicked my plan to the curb and then I started telling God, I said, Lord, I don't know how to preach, man. I said, I'm a storyteller. I can tell stories. I always tell stories. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for 